Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. I'm your host, Connor McKenna. There is no Rebecca or Carl today because life, etc. I believe Rebecca's going to a con. And yeah, so it's just me with you guys. But unlike the last couple of times, I won't be covering Daredevil. I know, some of you must be devastated that I'm not going to dig out an old Daredevil issue from the 80s or the 90s or, hey, even the 60s. Don't worry, the next time I am solo recording, I do have a Daredevil story picked out. But for now, we are talking Iron Fist Season 2, because that is coming up this week. I, for one, I'm, I am so excited. The only thing that doesn't have me excited is the fact that it's 10 episodes long, but, like, that's way way less of a complaint than say Karen's in it because she's not in it and that's awesome but yeah I'm really excited and I wanted to get everyone else's thoughts because the response to Iron Fist in Luke Cage season 2 was very positive and the response to the Iron Fist season 2 trailers as far as I know has been very positive as well now we all know the calamity surrounding Iron Fist season 1 and all the critics oh yes we all know that calamity. I have no wish to revisit that, so let's not revisit it. Yeah, let, let, let's not. I was going to for a second, but let's not. So I asked everyone, I put out a call, hey, send me your thoughts, hopes, and fears for Iron for Season 2, and you guys delivered swimmingly, I might add. Uh, some fantastic emails here, some long emails too, so we're good to go. And I'll obviously be telling you my hopes and fears, but maybe throughout the episode, because a lot of these emails, I'm going to be responding to these, so you'll probably gather my hopes and fears anyway. In terms of Iron Fist news, hey, Season 2 is out this week. Get excited, everyone. So let's get right into... Oh, before I start, shout out to The Collective. I'm not going to read out every podcast on The Collective, because that's an insane task, but yes, uh, just... Search hashtag, hashtag the comics collective on Twitter or the collective on Twitter or on my WordPress. There is a bunch of podcasts involved in the collective, or but that's that's a bit out of date. I've got to update it. I know I've been bad, uh, but you remember the guys at Into the Night, the Moon Knight. Actually, you know what? Let's wait because some of these guys have sent in an email, so I'll plug them then. Yeah, so let's go. Email one is from our friend Henry, Henry Cavill. Not the real Henry Cavill, uh, but he is calling himself Henry Cavill for some reason. Can you imagine if it was the real Henry Cavill? That'd be amazing. Okay. Hey, Sons of the Dragon. Do you think that Iron Fist Season 2 will be lacking when it comes to a strong villain? I don't really like how Joy just seemed to turn on Danny at the end of Season 1. It seemed super out of nowhere. Of course, we have the awesome showdown between... Iron Fist and Steel Serpent, but the inclusion of Joy as presumably a B-villain leaves me a bit concerned that maybe the writers thought the Danny v. Davos conflict was not enough on its own. It will be hard to top the powerhouse villain that was Harold. Another question. Who is your favourite Netflix villain? For me, it has been Kingpin, but between Kingpin, Purple Man, and Harold Meacham, it is really hard to choose. Thanks, Henry. So, good email. A few points. Um... Do I think it'll be lacking when it comes to a strong villain? Um, I don't think Davos will be the main villain. I want him to be, but I feel like he's going to have a boss. They're going to pull a fast one on us or something. I hope it's not Madame Gao because of the hand stuff, but it could be. Or they could actually tie her into Kunlun lore really, really well. But I just get the feeling that there's going to be someone behind... Davos. I mean, in the comics, there was no driving force behind Davos. He was he was out in his own uh, initially, anyway. So he wasn't reporting to a boss like the ninja. I just get the feeling he will be here, but yeah. If if Davos is a villain, I don't think it'll be lacking a strong villain. Um, I think, and with Joy. I agree. I think everyone agreed on... We all know she is frustrated at her life situation, but listening to a proposal to kill Danny is pretty hardcore. 
I imagine they will have, and from what we've seen of the trailers, her and Davos will have a maybe a similar relationship to the comics, where they're both conspiring against Iron Fist, but they might conflict over different ways of how they want to approach it. Um, she definitely seems like a sort of very cold character from what we've seen, though. And in season one, they set up Joy like that a lot. They showed how ruthless she could be a fair few times, but it was still a bit of a leap right at the end, I agree. I'm hoping season two actually kind of explains that a bit more for us. The way I interpret it personally is that even though she was mad with Harold, her father, she still loved him and blames Danny for his death and losing her father again. That's the explanation I'm going with anyway. Um, so I, I don't know if I don't I don't think Joy being included as a B villain is gonna negate Davos in any way. I think she will serve Davos's story and vice versa. I yeah I I feel like the yeah I feel like the da Danny v Davos conflict does will include Joy and I don't think that'll be a bad thing. Uh, but you are correct; it will be hard to top the powerhouse villain that was Harold. I love Harold. I think we all loved Harold because he was such an evil snake, and it was great. Uh, that wasn't meant to rhyme, by the way. Yeah, we all we all miss Harold, but he died. <laughs> uh, he died twice, and third time was the charm, I guess. So, yeah, no more resurrections, Harold. And as for our favorite Netflix villain, well, I sent this part on. To Rebecca and Carl. Uh, Carl responded with Kingpin. Rebecca responded with Purple Man. Uh, I'm in a very similar boat to you, Henry, uh, because I, Kingpin, Purple Man, and Harold are all very close for me. But I'm gonna have to give it to Purple Man. I know I've said on here before that Jessica Jones is my least favorite show. Probably still true, mostly because of the last few episodes, which I think are atrocious. Uh, I do like the rest of the show, but every time Purple Man was on screen, you actually didn't really know what was going to happen. He Kingpin cares about Vanessa. Harold cares about Joy. Purple Man is completely unpredictable. The only thing that was predictable was that he... not I don't want to say predictable. The only thing that you knew was that he wasn't trying to straight up kill Jessica. That was like the only thing. He had no scruples whatsoever. And they set that up fantastically at the end of episode one. Where he has Hope kill her own parents. And he hadn't even been on the screen at that point. He is such a menacing presence... Uh, and he is also actually a really fascinating character, and you end up feeling a bit bad for him as well, despite how horrible the things he's done are. But it just, yeah, for me it comes down to whenever Purple Man's on screen, someone's life is going to be ruined or someone is going to die. And I never... There's just that dread whenever he popped up on screen. It's not there on a rewatch as much because you know what's going to happen, but yeah... Uh, that that's why Purple Man edges out for me, but I do love the other two. I do love Kingpin and Harold. Um, don't ask me to choose between them. Out, out of the bunch, David Wenham's my favorite actor, but Vincent D'Onofrio and David Tennant are both fantastic actors, uh, and I think are all the best actors in their respective shows as well. Though I will give a shout out to Ward Tom Pelfrey, also fantastic actor. Uh, he really he was a real standout in terms of acting ability in Iron Fist as well. So yeah, thanks for the email, Henry. Uh, wow, it's going to be a long episode because that's not our longest email. Um, let's go. Who do we want for the next one? Oh, we have Sons of the Dragon email. Hmm. Oops, I should probably log into my Gmail account so I can see other emails. Let, let's take a... Okay, let's get all let's get 
okay people sorry people have sent me emails on different mediums mostly facebook twitter or gmail so we get all the facebook ones out of the way first and then all the twitter ones then all the gmail ones so who do we have next um, mm -hmm. ah mr troy l thompson who's a big fan of the show uh Thanks for the email, Troy. Okay, so here it is from Troy. I am really hopeful about season two of Iron Fist for a number of reasons. First, first off, the departure of Scott Buck puts a smile on my face that can only be rivaled by the Joker or Mick Jagger. His work on the Inhumans and the final seasons of Dexter were terrible to say the least. With Iron Fist being a little known character in the public eye, season one needed the definitive Iron Fist origin story that included him defeating Shao Lao the Undying and Scott Buck failed to deliver. I am looking forward to a 10-episode season because all of these Netflix shows flounder under the weight of 13 episodes. At first, I had a problem with Finn Jones' ability to portray Iron Fist, but then after seeing him in Defenders and Luke Cage Season 2, I am digging his transition into the character. I cannot wait to see a proper MCU adaptation of Daughters of the Dragon and hope we can at least get a Netflix spin-off movie. And I hope Typhoid Mary gets to be the next MCU villain that rivals Fisk, Kilgrave, and Cottonmouth. I'm a long-time fan of the show, and I love the passion you put into each episode and your love for Iron Fist. Keep up the outstanding work. Thanks, Troy. Very flattering words. Uh, don't deserve them. Maybe Carl. Kidding. <laughs> so, uh, first off, yeah, let's talk about Scott Buck. Okay. Um... I don't know how heavily he was involved in the writing of Iron for season one, but some ideas that were in there that weren't in the comics, I, I think, I think the difference between East and West for the, the conflict of East and West within Danny, him trying to assimilate back into Western society was done. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, you know, from, I think it was a very, I think it was a pretty accurate portrayal of uh, how it's just so difficult to come back once you've gone that far into a different, uh, completely different way of living. I know it annoyed a lot of people, but I thought that aspect was like just done amazingly. Uh, so if that was Scott Buck, I got to give him credit for that. I'm also glad he didn't flake out and have Harold not be the one to kill his parents. Uh, but yeah, no, Scott Buck. The only things I've seen of his are Iron Fist and Dexter. And I agree with you on Dexter. Those, when he came in, the show took an absolute nosediving quality. It just became awful. Um, he had, if, if, if Buck was involved in season six, I liked season six of Dexter, uh, the biblical one. I know that gets a lot of flack, but I liked it. Um, but yeah, those last two seasons of Dexter were absolutely terrible. Oh man. Ooh. and I've heard the Inhumans was awful as well. So yeah, he doesn't have a good track record. Uh, didn't he do six feet under? I'm not sure, but I've heard that's good. Uh, but yeah. But I will, even if I liked Scott Buck's work on season one, which I don't know enough of what he did on season one exactly, but if uh, even if I liked him on season one, I think, yeah, he needed to go for season two. I think season two definitely needed a new showrunner. I will, I will completely agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sorry, I'm just thinking. It is food for thought. Uh, Metzen seems like uh, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He listed a lot of the movies he used as inspiration for Iron Fist, and I was like, eh, I don't know. I was more impressed with Mr. Carrie Andrews' inspirations for his Iron Fist, like classic kung fu movies, like Jewel to the Death, as opposed to modern kung fu movies like the raid uh i guess i'll be going into that a bit later but yeah 
I will agree that season one definitely needed just to do a classic origin flashback because me and everyone else on you that watched it loved it, right? Especially everyone else on you in person. But we all knew Iron Fist's backstory. I can't really imagine watching the show without knowing his backstory. I imagine it would actually... It would either be really intriguing or really frustrating not knowing how he got the Iron Fist. What's his deal? What's And they don't clear it up much at all by the end. Uh, they, the most information you get is... You know, he... F- I don't know. It, yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't have a definitive or, origin story for Danny. It, it has his origin over thirteen episodes, but it never says what the ritual of the Iron Fist entailed. We only know that from the comics, and we know it's like the comics because they confirmed that through dialogue in the show, but they still didn't really spell it out for people who had not read the comics. So I don't think it was that good a public introduction. I know, I know, like a lot of the public really liked Iron Fist, um, but yeah, yeah, I feel like from what we've seen of this season, we're getting some flashbacks. So hopefully, it delivers on that front. We get a good origin, but we will just have to see. As for the ten episodes, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll have to agree with the ten episode point because. Uh, the first season of Iron Fist flowed really well for me. The only episode I didn't like was the one where they went to China, and that was mostly because of Claire. I thought the pacing was good throughout the whole season. Same with Luke Cage Season 2. I thought the pacing was good throughout that whole season. So I don't think it's a problem with 13 episodes. I think the problem is when you take certain episodes and just focus them on a side character. Like a big problem with Daredevil Season 1, which is my favourite overall season in these shows is that they spend like most of episode 11 and 12 focusing on Karen Page and it's really jarring and quite honestly lame so I thought that was the problem not the episode length just you know yeah so like 10 episodes for me is a real bummer because I like uh, I like having you know 13 hours to just sort of dive in head first but 10 hours is still a lot. Defenders definitely felt too short, so hopefully this doesn't feel too short, and you know, maybe it will give this more focus. But I'm a bit worried going into the next point of Daughters of the Dragon. So, I agree. Spin-off movie would be cool. I think that's a good way to do it. Um, but I don't want them to get I don't want it to be like a Punisher in Daredevil season two situation where halfway through the show half of the show becomes like a backdoor pilot for the Punisher. I don't want Daughters of the Dragon just to get heaps of screen time, especially now that we only have ten episodes of Iron Fist. I like them, but I'm watching an Iron Fist show, not Daughters of the Dragon. I'm you know, I'm gonna guess they're gonna have one episode that's pretty heavily focused on them, and if it doesn't if it, the episode still has Danny and it's still important to the main plot, I'm totally cool with that. But, yeah. I would feel more comfortable with them being in it if it was 13 episodes. But, uh, I guess we'll see. Um, they, To be fair, in the conflict with Davos in the comic, his original appearance, which seems to be what they're basing it heavily off, the Daughters of the Dragon were important characters in that they got a bit of screen time so yeah we'll see how we go with that one um typhoid mary i think she could be the next mcu villain that rivals fisk kilgrave and cottonmouth well and harold for me as well but not as an iron fist villain she's just tailor-made for daredevil like literally she was created to be a foil for daredevil i don't i still don't like applying her to iron fist um i don't know why these shows are stealing daredevil villains jessica jones took nuke and purple man Uh, i know purple man is also kind of a jessica jones villain but still he got snapped at the end i would have really loved to see daredevil go up against him uh nuke i hear is 
not doing well either in terms of life and death. So, like, I just, I don't want Typhoid to come into Iron Fist just to be killed off. You know, she's, Nuke and Purple Man, okay, the Daredevil has better villains than those, but not many. And Typhoid Mary is one of Daredevil's best villains and a favorite villain for a lot of people. I really hope she gets used in Daredevil. Uh, I guess it's a bit hypocritical, but I would be fine with Iron Fist and Daredevil tying into each other a bit because of the ending of Defenders. Yeah. Because, you know, Iron Fist is kind of taking over his mantle and stuff, and it'll be cool if Iron Fist popped up in Daredevil. Uh, I kind of doubt it'll happen, but just because... I don't know, the synergy between these shows is always a bit off, not done very well, but fingers crossed. I've gone off on a tangent, but yeah. Typhoid, very skeptical on my part about using her as an Iron Fist villain. I want her in Daredevil, I'll just say that much. And again, thank you for your very kind words, Troy. Uh, it means a lot hearing it from fans and gives us, you know, motivation to keep going. Not that I've ever been tempted to stop it or anything, I'm just saying, you know. I'll never stop this podcast, it'll be going from my coffin i'll be like doing episodes from beyond the grave Ooh. but yes thank you troy next email is from color torres i hope i'm pronouncing your name right pretty sure i am but uh he is the man that runs the iron fist page on facebook uh, which i'm admin on um it's a big page great page i'll put a link in the show notes uh yeah we we also do the same martial art and he has the grandmaster that i used to have it's interesting we live in different states but yeah so here is his email when i first saw season one i defended the show more than i should have I gave it a 7 out of 10 for fight scenes that contain realistic martial arts, some of which I was able to replicate and show to be effective, but real fighting never translates well onto screen. The way people fight in shows like Enter the Badlands is not how people fight for real, but Netflix Kung Fu doesn't need to be real, it needs to be entertaining. It didn't help that far too much screen time was spent in boardrooms and exposition with a nonsensical plan to capture Gao as they had no idea how to contain her. The final fight with Danny using a random pole against Harold, who was in no way established well enough as an end villain, was utterly unsatisfying. Now that Season 2 has a new showrunner, with Finn having two years rather than two weeks to prepare, we should get the action we need from a young but battle-hardened Iron Fist. I'm hoping that the action we lacked in the ever-slow burn of Season 1 is replaced with a high-octane blast of action every episode. The trailers look promising, and Finn has already redeemed much of Season 1 already from his cameo in Luke Cage Season 2. If the second season of Iron Fist continues the awesomeness of his Cage cameo, we might just get the show we need. Well, yeah. I agree on the first season's fight scenes. It did have actual martial arts techniques that you could see. Uh... Some of them were basic techniques, some of them were, like, it was all, it was all, uh, kung fu, it was smooth, um, but it wasn't high, you know, some of it wasn't high octane, super punch him 50 times, smack him in the face, that people wanted because they saw, like, better when, as you said, into the Badlands, uh, and... I don't know, I would always prefer real fighting to... Well, I wouldn't go as far to say as Iron Fist was real fighting and just used some real techniques, uh, but just like these other shows do, but it wasn't so sped up. You could actually appreciate the techniques that were there, kind of like a lot of the old Bruce Lee movies. Um, but I don't want it to turn into a crazy, over-the-top sort of... I guess the, the fights from Into the Badlands I've seen are pretty cool. Um, I'd be okay with something like that for Iron Fist. Maybe season one, it, it would feel weird if they did it now, considering the tone they've established for all the shows. I'd 
don't know about Iron Fist's fighting style being like that all of a sudden, but yeah, uh, I would have liked Danny's fighting to make Daredevil look like an absolute child, you know, just to show the scope of how awesome, like, Iron Fist the living weapon is, but, you know, they didn't really do that, but I mean, I'll, I'll still defend the, the fight scenes in season one, uh, episode four hallway fight scene and elevator fight scene was fantastic, looked great. Uh, it was slower than Daredevil, sure, but who cares? I thought it was fine. I thought the techniques were great. Um, it was awesome. Uh, the, the Davos and Danny fighting against the hand compound in episode 10, that was awesome as well. I don't care what you idiots on YouTube say. Like, where's this idiot? Uh, one more round commented, Finn Jones lost about two seconds in my martial arts world. He obviously has no training. Just, let's just stop for a minute and think about that statement. He wouldn't last two seconds in my martial arts world. Nice ego there, buddy, for one. Two, yeah, he's an actor. I don't expect him to, okay. I hate, okay, I'm not, I hate pulling out this card. And I pretty much never mention it on the show, even though it's about a martial arts character. But I've done martial arts for like 10 years now. And I've boxed for a while too. And it just, I get so sick of all these idiots online waving their flip-flops around saying, oh, you know, you wouldn't last two seconds in my thing. Or, oh, no, this is nothing like real fighting. What real f It's just, just stop, guys. It's a damn actor. Like... Of course, of course he wouldn't last two seconds in the ring. He's an actor. You know? You can't... It's... Like, Keanu Reeves wouldn't either, because he's an actor. He just does movie kung fu. Like, just... I just really hate this attitude of people bragging about this crap. Like, or... You know, doing martial arts gives you some sort of huge authority on... How fight scenes should be done and stuff. You know? I'm, I'm pretty sure... I'm. My, I might be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure I never whipped out, oh, I've done martial arts 10 years card in our reviews of the Iron Fist fight scenes. Like, just stop. Just stop waving your flip-flops around. It was really driving me nuts. Uh, yeah, we get it. You're a big man. You do martial arts. Now shut up. Um, idiot. <laughs> Sorry, it's just a real pet peeve of mine. Yeah. Like, and, like, the techniques, they're fine, and they're, they're good fight scenes, they're just, you know, they're not like the raid, and I'm not sure I want them to be, but I, I guess I can't say much on this subject until we see the fight scenes in Season 2, because they look a lot more intense, but not so different that you wouldn't think it's the same fighter. That's, that's what I was trying to get at before. If they had Into the Bad Lads fighting and stuff, it's like, well, it wouldn't look like... Iron Fist's established fighting style from what we've seen, uh, which has been a very sort of, you know, defensive, reactive, kung fu sort of thing. Um, and I, I've definitely said this before, it's good that he's visually distinct from Daredevil's fighting, uh, because Daredevil does, you know, capoeira, aikido boxing, all that sort of crazy stuff. I'm really glad that they showed their different fighting styles. Still not happy... That Iron Fist lost to Daredevil in a fight. Come on. Who was writing that episode? They obviously hated Iron Fist. That should never happen. Okay? And so, okay. There's nothing. Some poser idiot on the internet said, on uh, this fight was just like the comics. Iron Fist is nothing without his fist. He has, like, you know, no skill. That's why Daredevil beats him. No. Daredevil has never beaten Danny in the comics. They've stalemated a couple of times, and one time... Danny was dressed up as Daredevil, mimicking his fighting style like he was blind, and was still on even ground with him. Danny is way above Daredevil's level, okay? So you stupid poser who reads your Marvel Wiki articles and thinks you're an expert. No, you're wrong. Never happened. Daredevil never beat Iron Fist. Shut up, idiot. Okay, that's my rants out of the way, but I really hate those two people, just putting it out there. I hate poses, man. Poses suck. <sighs> Moving on. I have ranted into oblivion here. Not sure where I am. Okay. Let's see. Um, 
Okay, yeah, uh, there was a lot of time spent in boardrooms and in exposition. Uh, I liked the corporate side of it. Yeah, I, I guess that's all I can say. I liked the corporate side. I know a lot of people didn't. A lot of people did. Uh, without the corporate side, we wouldn't have gotten Ward. Um, did as much time need to be spent in the corporate side? Uh, I don't know. I, I was... Uh, I was never in a corporate scene going, uh, I wish this would end, so I can't really comment on that. But I, I do understand why people would be frustrated. Um... If they just wanted to see more iron fisting and less, um, you know, iron cutting of shipping prices for drugs. Uh, agree, uh, capturing, the whole capturing Gao thing was stupid, um, but that drunken master fight was pretty cool. Did have a lot of cuts though, but you know, yeah. Yeah, um, we're going to argue with that. Um, yeah, I think... I think Harold was established well as a villain, but that could be altered by my knowledge that Harold is actually the one that killed his parents. And I think it's pretty obvious that he's like a big manipulating betrayer throughout the whole thing, but I guess the show didn't really set him up as like an end boss material thing. He was sort of always slinking in the backgrounds, and then he took advantage after the hand was finally defeated and became the end boss. But I did think it was pretty dumb that Harold was keeping Danny at bay with a pole. And there's a bit where Danny knocks down Harold and Harold drops his gun and then Danny just runs away for some reason, even though he's disarmed him. Uh, yeah, that fight against Harold was highly in Danny's favor and really should have ended very quickly. Like, we know Harold can fight, but it, the whole thing was just done awkwardly. Um, I did like Ward killing him, though. That was great. So I thought thematically and story-wise it was extremely satisfying, but yeah, the whole pole thing and stuff, uh, yeah, it was a bit weird. Uh, I don't know if Finn's had two years to prepare, but I know he's had like at least uh, three or four months, maybe even six, uh, which is still a lot of time and a lot more time than the 15 minutes he got before each fight scene. He, we also have the new uh, fight choreographer, who did uh, Black Panther, and which I gotta say, the Black Panther fight, like not when they were in the suits, but when they were outside of the suits, the Black Panther fights were really awesome, like the ritual combat. Really liked it. Uh, probably the only part of the movie I really liked, actually, but yeah. I'm gonna quickly look him up. Um, Clayton Barber. Can't find out what else he's done besides Black Panther. I know there's something there. Um, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, 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 and I didn't mind the slow burn of season one. Um, I, I liked it, uh, but I would like season two to be more action packed. It is only 10 episodes after all. Um, I don't, as, as I keep saying, I don't think Iron Fist's character in season one needs to be redeemed. I think it was fine, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad, pe I mean, I'm glad people are coming on board to Iron Fist because, you know, I'm just happy to not see Iron Fist hate all the time. Because that, that's a serious downer, especially when it's for really stupid reasons. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, thanks for the email. Thanks very much, Carla. Um, yeah, next email. Let's see. Who is next? Let's go to Gmail. Yes, so... We have the ever-loving Ray from High Priests of, uh, not the High Priests of Konshu. Well, one of the two from Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Yes, that was a plug. Go check them out. I'm also starting a Superman podcast with said Ray. So that episode will be up in either this week or next week. So keep an eye out for that too, which we plugged last episode. I'll put show notes for all this stuff in the links. But yes, uh, Into the Night and Ray, big parts of the collective so check out their site. Now let's see. Hello Sons of the Dragon. Hope you are all keeping well and as I was pumped to watch on for Season 2, Netflix commencing September 7th. Although it, will although it will be highly unlikely I won't be able to binge it, I reckon come Friday I'll be able to sneak in a few episodes back to back. I'm quite excited at the series return and it's funny because for me, 
It's almost as if Season 2 is more anticipated because of the flack Season 1 received. Don't get me wrong, I am one of the few to have enjoyed the first season, believe it or not. Season 2, however, seems all the more enticing, due mainly to the fact that I look forward to Jeff Loeb and Marvel responding to the criticism of the last season and give us an even bigger, better, action-packed Kung Fu Season 2. I'd be lying if I said I'm not looking forward to the emphasis on martial arts in this coming season. One of the main criticisms of Season 1 was the quality of the fight scenes, and although I can't deny this, much has to be said for the lack of time given to Finn Jones and the cast to rehearse the fight scenes. Both Jeff Loeb and showrunner M. Raven Metzner have addressed this issue at San Diego Comic Con and social media, so all eyes will be on the pacing and the action of the series. I'm hoping for a visceral, high-octane show, and I guess we can only wait and see if the show actually delivers. Secondly, I must admit I'm looking forward to very much to the appearance of Typhoid Mary into the Netflix MCU. Her character is absolutely kick-ass, and I'm hoping she is given a substantial role and by no means a throwaway. Sure, she's a Daredevil villain, but with Danny protecting NYC in Matt's absence, Typhoid Mary will be the perfect thread to tie the two series together. So I'm hoping Mary appears in Daredevil Season 3. Surely this has to be the case. If she dies at the end of Iron Fist, I'll be pretty gutted. Of course, there's also the tease of the costume. I know it looks as though it was a ceremonial costume and perhaps won't go beyond being part of a flashback, but I had always fantasized in my mind that Danny, again, having to feel Daredevil's shoes, would try and emulate Daredevil's black costume and hence justify his iconic mask. Daredevil's black mask looked cool and it looked startlingly similar, startlingly similar to Iron Fist's, so there was an opportunity there. I could write a whole lot more, but I don't want to in inundate you with an overly long email, so I'll summarize my final points that I'd like to see addressed on the show. Orson Randall. Hope he's more than a desiccated corpse. The book that Orson gives Danny for him to learn how to use his chi to its full potential. Want more than Danny punching doors and the ground. Shao Lao. Would love to see the dragon. We saw dragon bones in the Defenders, so it should be within reach. The immortal weapons, notably Fat Cobra and the Bride of Nine Spiders done properly. Some really substantial easter eggs, a cameo appearance by Moon Knight, or Pei, or Shang-Chi. We know Daredevil's blind spot, Samuel Chang, is cast already. Finally, I know it's been raised before, but I do hope Danny, who by now is really sure of himself, is depicted as one of the greatest fighters and not someone who gets clobbered or knocked out easily. Sometimes it feels like the fact that he studied martial arts intensely and that he had to fight a dragon gets overlooked and he's just a normal man with a weird glowing fist danny should at least be on par with daredevil and i hope they show this in season two anyway enough from me keep up the great work and keen to share more thoughts once i've watched a few of the episodes exciting times ahead all the best high priest of conchu ray well okay i guess i've already addressed a lot of the stuff in this but uh still Let's see, uh, whether you like season one as well, it's always awesome to hear. Um, as I said, I think the fight scene quality was fine. The only, there was only like one or two ones I would call subpar. Um, but yeah, uh, completely agree on Typhoid Mary. I am glad she's coming, but yeah. Uh, like you, I really hope she ties both of the series together. And if she does die at the end of Iron Fist, I will also be very gutted. Uh, and actually, Iron Fist costume is actually uh, his ceremonial costume. So, hey. <laughs> um, maybe, like, you know, he's just running around wearing a ceremonial costume really in the early days. So, yeah, there is that. Uh, but, no, I, I get what you mean. Um, it, it could just be a sort of nod to the classic costume, but I do hope there'll be more than just that nod. Um, I don't think there will be. I think it will just be that nod. But we do see that Iron Fist... We, we do see the Iron Fist mask on that corpse, and... On the other Iron Fist from the 40s. Um, so it's hard to say. I'm putting my money on it's just a nod. But there is evidence there that it could become more. Uh, and yes. Daredevil 
yeah, I feel like that that would be good as well. Iron Fist wearing a costume like Daredevil did, you know, because Daredevil inspired him to be a crime fighter. Um, that would make that would make a lot of sense. I think uh, that it was kind of the first superhero in this universe, ignoring the Avengers, which I like to do. Um, yeah, so Orson Randall. Yeah, if that corpse is him, it'll suck. But he's been dead for a long time. He came back just recently and died again, so maybe we'll get some kick-ass flashbacks if he's that corpse. Uh... Uh, it might be the 40s corpse if, uh, in, unless they make Orson Randall the 40s Iron Fist, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, um, and the book that Orson gives to Danny, yes, uh, him using his chi to full potential would be nice, uh, Danny punching the ground and doors, yeah, I agree. He doesn't need to punch the ground against, like, three street hoods, Okay. This guy is a martial arts master. He can tangle with people like Shang-Chi without having to use his Iron Fist. He should not need to use it for, like, random thugs. Uh, I've talked a lot about that in the new Iron Fist uh, comic series that recently finished. Um, yeah, it would be nice to see the dragon. Uh, I would take a nice silhouette of Danny fighting it, because obviously showing a full dragon with Netflix budget might be pretty hard. But uh, I think everyone is hanging out to see the dragon in some form. Uh, i got to say, I got chills when Davos said Shaolau was infinite in terms of his size. Like, I thought that was really cool. The Immortal Weapons. Uh, Fat Cobra. Yep, he'd be cool. Uh, Bride Nine Spiders done properly. I, I liked the Bride in uh, Season 1. I liked her. And I think they can easily explain that She's the bride. I don't think she needs to literally summon spiders. Like, I, I really liked her. Um, she was credited as the bride of nine spiders. The costume was awesome. It was a really cool fight, I thought. I was, the whole time I was watching, I wasn't thinking, she should be summoning spiders. I was thinking, wow, this is really cool. I love how she's using spider venom and stuff. Uh, and I really love the moment where he shoots all of the pins in him out of himself with his chi. Uh, and I like how she was bad because Bright and Spiders is a bit questionable. So I hope she comes back and they go a bit more into her. That would be really cool. Um, some substantial Easter eggs. Cameo appearance by Moon Knight. I'm sure you want that for every single show. Uh, or Pay. Eh, could go without Pay. Wasn't a fan of Pay in the Immortal Weapons series. Uh Good and living weapon, but yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know, a bit too cutesy for me sometimes. Um, Shang-Chi would be cool. Um, a lot of people are sh expecting him to show up in Season 1. Maybe he'll show up here. I don't think he will, but it's a nice idea. Um, uh, substantial Easter eggs. I don't know if we need more. We only have 10 episodes. You know, we already have Daughters of the Dragon, Typhoid Mary, Davos, Joy, Ward, uh... Blind spot. I don't think we need more characters for Iron for season two, considering our ten episode limit. Um, and yes, I agree. He should be the defender's depiction of Danny was horrible. He was getting his ass beat all the time. He got he was getting dominated by Daredevil for God's sake. Like, yeah, they. Exactly, they overlook the fact that this is a guy who studied martial arts for 15 years and was chosen because of his skill. He beat everyone else up, and he had to fight a dragon. And yeah, they just seem to overlook that. Like, how does a guy like that lose to Daredevil? Um, you know, he's not just some dude with a weird glowing fist, and I really hate when they do it like that. They're like, oh, you know, the fist is something he brings out if he needs it. It's a last resort. You don't need to use it willy-nilly like they do a lot. Um, I kind of liked how they did that in Season 1. The Fist would show up maybe once an episode and always be used to a pretty cool effect. He um, might not have used it last resort, sure, but it was always a bit creative, I guess. In this, we've seen him punch the ground two or three times now just to take out normal thugs. Really don't want that just, yeah... No, please show us the martial arts master. 
Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks very much for your email, Ray. Um, I mean, they did show Danny dancing in complete circles around Luke effortlessly in season two, which I thought was pretty cool. But yeah. Next, let's do our other host, Carl. So what does Carl have to say? He says, I want at least a cow that doesn't look like a dirty cheesecloth. Impressive fights and him not constantly pulling out the iron fists for street thugs. I'm sorry, but unless he's being charged at by 12 goons at the same time, the fist needs to be off and the martial arts master needs to appear. I guess I literally just talked about that, but um, I'll say it again. Yep, completely agree. He doesn't need the iron fist for three goons. Uh, he is a martial arts master first and foremost. You know, he beat the dragon without the Iron Fist. He won all his challenges without the Iron Fist. There's uh, one of my... And a great issue, I think it's against... Uh, I can't remember who it's against. I think it's against some guy called Scimitar. He's about to use the Iron Fist, and he's like, wait, I'm not going to use the Iron Fist because I want to reassert my worth as a fighter and beat him with my skill alone, not relying on the power of Shaolau the Undying. You know, I think that... It's a real pet peeve, yeah. Completely agree with you, Carl, and Ray. Gotta show us the martial arts master. Um, which I thought, yeah, Iron for Season 1 again, he, like, he fought a lot without... Like, he beat Bakudo without using the Iron Fist. Um, yeah, and Defenders, he just started using it willy-nilly, which was really annoying. There was a lot of problems with Defenders, though, especially Iron Fist and Defenders. So, yeah... Thanks for the email, Carl. Probably should have read yours first because I've covered everything he said that he sent us a while ago. I will... Let's grab Rebecca's email. Yes, we all know Rebecca. She's the other co-host um, who could not make it today. But here is her email. I mostly just want other people to like it and Danny more. To see how they weave Misty into the dynamic and how she fits. To see what use they make of the Meachams. Now the boardroom stuff is mostly sorted. Obviously I want great thanks. Uh, obviously I want great fights. And all the angst of going up against Davos. Uh, yep. I agree. Um, Misty will be interesting, I guess, to see her in the dynamic. Because they're obviously not going to get romantically involved. In... Uh, yeah, in Iron Fist, so Misty and Iron Fist dynamic will definitely be a new one, which I am looking forward to see. Uh, cool that she's coming in. Um, yeah, uh, what you say, make of the Meachams now, the boardroom stuff is mostly sorted. I agree, because you could, you could probably have this season with Ward not even in it, I guess. Oh, well, I guess Joy's a villain, but, like, he... I get the feeling he won't be in it as much as season one, that's for sure. But I still hope he's in it a bit because I love Ward and I love the actor. But yeah. Hmm. Tricky to tell. One of the things I'm definitely excited to see, though, I'm excited to see where they go with the corporate stuff. Are they going to show Danny having any input in the company or is it just going to be Ward running it now? Is Ward going to be making like better or more moral business decisions? How's he going to feel about Joy just trying to kill Danny? You know, Ward's reactions to things are always great. So I am keen to... I, I love the Meachams in Season 1. Keen to see them again in Season 2. Rest in peace, Harold. Uh, or Pepperoni. Um, great fights. Yep, we all want great fights. I think we're going to get them. And the angst of going up against Davos. I am, yeah, looking forward to that Davos and Iron Fist feud. Uh, the angst and just... Uh, them, that flashback fight to the tournament in Kunlun looks absolutely brutal so very excited for that I am if I haven't mentioned before I am so excited for Davos he's gonna be awesome I'm so excited for Danny versus Davos that's like my that's what I'm really excited for, for season two is uh those two clashing um you know they're adapting the classic storyline. Uh, that 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 I really can't wait to see their fight in Kunlun because it looks fantastic and like ritual combat. Oh, I love it. Can't express how excited I am for that. 
But yeah, thanks Rebecca and Carl for the emails. I am going to move on to uh, Derek from the Defenders TV podcast, uh, also part of the collective. Uh, like Into the Night, they were in our Damnation crossover as well, so definitely check them out. This is not the Defenders TV podcast that we guessed it on. This is, yeah, the guys that we crossed over with for Damnation, uh, and they also doing some other stuff now as well, which you should definitely check out. Um, we'll put links in the show notes, obviously, but yeah. Thoughts for Season 2. We were all fans of Season 1. After a shaky beginning, it ended strongly, and Danny and Colleen have both been in the limelight with the Defenders and Luke Cage, so we've seen growth from them. All the signs are that Season 2 will be a strong season with a true antagonist in Davos. Danny working on protecting the streets of Chinatown instead of being based in the offices of Rand Enterprises seems like a positive move too. I'm really excited to see more of Colleen and Danny's relationship and how Misty Knight will fit into the season. The only negative for me is that we're only getting 10 episodes. Looking forward to September 7th and chatting all about it. Derek from Defenders TV Podcast. No offense to everyone else, but I think me and Derek are pretty much on the exact same page here. <laughs> um there is nothing i don't agree with in this email uh there's yeah i completely agree with everything uh i did like danny in the offices but yep it's a natural evolution that he's protecting the streets of chinatown now Uh, i am curious to see if he will venture into the neighborhood of hell's kitchen perhaps unless they address that in jessica jones season two which i have not watched uh yeah um completely agree thanks very much for the email derek let's see i don't believe we have any more emails if we do and i missed you i oh wait yes we do actually uh some people commented and tweeted so let's see uh okay so Brad Stevenson tweeted to me, actually watching season one right now. Biggest fear for season two is that the music won't live up to season one because they replaced the composer. The music in season one is pitch perfect. Yeah, I was devastated when I heard that. I absolutely loved the music used in season one. I They replaced it, which makes me so sad. Um, because I, I the music was emotional. I thought it was... I just thought it was brilliant. I loved, I loved like the mix of styles it used. Uh, it's definitely been my favorite soundtrack and the one that's really stood out to me among all the Netflix Defenders shows. Um, and he also mentions that the biggest hope for season two is that we get as much joy and ward in season one. Love their arcs in season one and the actors nailed it in every scene. Yeah, uh, ten episodes. Don't know if we'll be getting as much ward, but I can see us getting a fair bit of joy given how they're setting her up. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm always happy to see Meacham love, uh, yeah, thank you very much for the email, uh, for the message, Brad, and I believe we got some comments on Facebook, I will just have those up, so, from John Clemens. Looks like much better choreography. Rand's appearance in Luke Cage Season 2 gave me fresh hope that the showrunners have a grasp on the character now. Uh, From Omar. No question about what I want most to see. The costume. And I want one that's MCU worthy. Excited to see the fight scenes. I hope they treat Danny like a kung fu master who doesn't take too much time taking down thugs as he does other martial artists. Those street thugs should be easy pickings for him and no need to use the iron fist against. I also hope that they keep the Danny-Colleen relationship too, despite the clamour for Misty to come in and take Colleen's place. I'd rather they keep the relationships as is and let the comics deal with the uh, Danny-Misty relationship. So, uh, yeah, thanks very much, guys. Um, again, I think Season 1 Danny was fine, but like, I'm really stoked that there's so much love and hype for Iron for Season 2. Uh, that's the end of the emails, and yeah, I just want to take this time to say, like... I defend season one a lot, but I am so happy that even people who didn't like season one are coming on board for season two. They're being optimistic. Uh, you know, you compare this to season one, 
there was so much negativity before the show ever came out. Now we're just getting positivity. And it just it makes me really happy. I'm not bummed out at all. There's no nothing is contaminating my anticipation of Iron for season two, other than the fact that it's gonna be over too soon. Uh so yeah, thank you very much, guys, for the email. All very insightful, lots to discuss, lots to talk about. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, we will do we will be doing an episode on Iron Fist Season 2. Then we'll probably do a separate episode for everyone else's thoughts on Iron Fist Season 2. This, these will be a couple of weeks after it airs, just to give everyone time to watch it. But yeah, I believe that's it. Thank you very much all for listening. May your fists become unto like a thing of iron. Peace. Now I've been ragging on about the soundtrack a lot, so I'm going to leave a 10-minute sample at the end of the episode. You can just listen to it, or you can turn it off. Up to you. But yeah, let that get you excited for Iron Fist Season 2 coming this week, because there's an Iron Fist TV show, guys. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun. So please don't sue us. You can contact us at sons of the dragon podcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon, our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast, our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash sons of the dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl, just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. And I would like to thank Thomas Tissot for letting us use his Iron Fist theme song for the start of our show. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening.